what are some points in your life where if like a small change was made, it would have like huge fucked up effects later on? I would say if I died on birth, that would probably set back my experience in life a bit. Yeah, yeah I think that probably maybe like change your like grades and taste in music and shit. <laughs> probably. I would imagine myself being a lot more boring. Like if I were to look back on my life, uh, it would probably be pretty boring. I don't think people would like you as much. Not because they would actively dislike you, but just because when they would think of you, they'd probably tend to get sad instead of happy. Yeah. So, you know, you'd be kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, uh, I, I think I was born not really breathing a lot. Um, Oh, you know what? Yeah. Um, did I ever tell you about when I was like two years old, me and my family were at the beach and, uh, my mom was taking a picture of me and my dad standing like ankle deep in the ocean. Mm -hmm. Um, and two seconds after the picture was taken, we look really happy in the picture, by the way, right. we're having a great time. Two seconds after she puts the camera away, a wave crashes into me and just pulls me completely <laughs> out. <of the> <laughs> And for like uh, five seconds, I'm invisible. I'm like completely submerged and they, they have no idea what happened to me. Um, and then I get up out of the water and I say mouth because <laughs> the salt water had gotten into my mouth. <laughs> you go <laughs> mouth. So you just said mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was kind of an idiot. <laughs> hey jack you there welcome hello welcome. hello jack we were just talking about events in our lives where if one small change was made it would have drastic consequences uh probably the time i almost drowned uh, yeah i was just talking about change. a time i almost drowned yo Oh my god, all of this talk about almost drowning has reminded me of the time that I almost drowned, too. We're fucking Aqualad, dude. Yo. I was the lamest superhero. No offense to Jason Momoa, but like... Come on, man. I don't know, man. I Jack. thought that guy... Who was that kid who was like in the, the Young Justice League animated TV show? Young Justice? Oh, Aqualad. yeah. Aqualad. The... The guy with, like, he was, like, Manta Guy's son or something. Yeah, Black Manta's son, yeah. Yeah, and Aqualad. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, I, I, I will was, spoil it because I think I all of our was... listeners should watch Young Justice, but... Any, any, I thought he was I pretty think everybody hot. should watch Young Justice. Yeah, no, he is hot. Every, everyone in that uh, show is hot, including... Um... Including the children. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. No, that was the end of my sentence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Young Justice Aqualad is one of the finest slices of man I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I'm going to look up a picture of him right now. Please tell us the, the specifics of the time you almost drowned. Nice. <laughs> Yo, really? 
That's crazy, man. Jackie, Jackie, you think? I think Jack just drowned. <laughs> Will, what do you think? How do you think our reactions would be if he genuinely just died, but it was like really, really comedic, like timing? Like we'd have. It I don't want to say mixed emotions. I think first and foremost would be pretty devastated, but it, mm-hmm. it's it. But it was so well timed that like. I think it would be like. Um, you know, like when somebody that you don't like does something really cool and you can't help but appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. That That's that's what I, I feel like that's what it would be like. I'd be like, damn, that really sucks. But like, yeah. if you had to die at a certain point, it's pretty cool that you died and it was funny. Yeah. If you saw me die in a totally ridiculous way, like uh... shitting out your own intestines and then bleeding out. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, <laughs> farting into a combustion chamber, um, <laughs> or you, cleaning out like a gun and then looking down the barrel and blowing your own head off. Right, or yeah, or something like uh, um, I don't know, like getting a fidget spinner stuck in my throat or something like, <laughs> just like. I admit it. You'd be like, if you got a fidget spinner stuck in your head, I think I would. I don't know. I I would probably like, like be one laugh to nineteen cries ratio, right? Like, yeah, 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 exactly. I, I would. It would, and it would be just out of the absurdity of the moment. I think it would be really, really funny, and then after the fact, I would be like horrified, <laughs> just in general, like. Actually, I think it'd be pretty interesting if, like, as a coping mechanism, if you, if you, if it was too much of a psychological task to actually process it, you actually did just burst out in a fit of laughter at, like, at first reaction. That would be understandable. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so. But I think, uh, I, although you were giving me that at this out right here, to, to have me avoid saying that I would hysterically laugh upon your death, I'm gonna <laughs> double down and say that. Um, no, I would not be laughing because of that. I would totally be laughing because you got a fucking fidget spinner stuck in your throat and choked to death because of that. I hope you also. I hope that also happens. Years from oh, now. Jack's back. So it's, <laughs> What's up, Jack? <laughs> I hope that happens twelve years from now. So it's like really awkward why you even had that. Jack, it's like your desire to express that thought overrided whatever audio issues you were experiencing. My computer thought it was important. Yeah, that's it is yeah. important. I'm so, you, I, you wish it would happen twelve years ago, so what? No, twelve years from now. So then by then it's really weird for you to still have a fidget spinner. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You're like you're it's, like uh, yeah, twenty thirty three and <laughs> we see each other for the first time in a while because our lives have, have diverged courses and we're seeing each other in person for the first time and you're showing me around your new apartment and you go, ha, ah, funny, I still got this little thing, right? And you do the little fidget spinner and you try to do a trick with it. Like, uh, I don't know any fidget spinner tricks, but you would try to do a trick with it and then somehow get it lodged in your throat. Trachea. <laughs> I really hope the next time I see you, it's at one of you guys' funerals. <laughs> no, I don't I ever... hope that. Please don't take my word for that, God. No, um, Jack, if, it's up, if it gets uploaded to YouTube, it happens. I, I think oh, it would God. be really 
Oscar, I think it would be really funny if you went to like a Renaissance festival and were like, "Hey, I'm a fidget spinner swallower <laughs> instead of like a sword swallower," mm-hmm. and then on your first ever like performance, you just died in front of a bunch of kids, <laughs> like you just choked to death on a fidget spinner in front of like forty kids. First of all, I love that this brings us back to the uh, one. Like children have to watch someone die theme from the Riley part earlier. And yes, second, I love I love the concept here that I I make a modification to an incredibly deadly uh, sport already yeah, already exponentially less dangerous, and I instantly die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take a, you somehow take away all of like the thrill and interest in this thing, and then <laughs> immediately die. I don't entertain anybody and I probably don't make any money and everybody just kind of like silently watches me choke for like 10 minutes straight. You'll be the new Van Gogh. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, can you elaborate? I was just at a Van Gogh exhibit, so I'm, I got Van Gogh on the brain. Oh, the I see what you, a, yeah, I get you. The idea of makes sense. I got Diane Arbus on the brain. I was at work, so I got work on the brain. The idea of a, of a man who was greatly unappreciated in his time, who didn't seem to contribute anything to his field back then, but upon his gruesome death, is widely celebrated. Um, I know we were speaking uh, figuratively, but I, medically, I have tiny little fish on the brain. Tiny little fish. <coughs> little fish. Just like little where, fish. Where do you work again? I work at a place called Mark's Kitchen. <gasps> Yeah, no, like for real, I'm working there at Mark's Kitchen. Have Will the that Mark, the ever famous is Mark? My happiest staple of childhood. That is the fucking altar of my younger being. That's We're like Yeah. My brother was just telling me that he literally saw you outside of Mark's Kitchen one time when he went to go clock in because I got my my brother like just quit there. And he, he asked me if I wanted his job. And so I was like, hell yeah, because I don't got to look for a job. Right, yeah. And, oh, and then, yeah, he would see me outside there. I stand outside there all the time. That's crazy that I've never seen him. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're not around there anymore, but, like, come come by, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm coming home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, for sure. We could go to Mark's Kitchen. Yeah, and I'll... Jack, I'll... you and I could go to Mark's Kitchen and order uh, during Will's shift and kind of, like, eat and have a good time in front of him as he stands behind the counter like a little pussy. <laughs> well, I stand there just loathing life, yeah. He's working. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just yeah. be, like, shouting from behind the counter, like, yeah, yeah, but what if this happened? <laughs> Just and we hear you like getting fired as background noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, audience, if you're ever in Silver Spring, Maryland, uh, please um, please harass Willow. Leave work. Silver Spring, Maryland, and enter Tacoma Park, Maryland. And once you're in Tacoma Park, Maryland, go to Mark's Kitchen and order my favorite dish, the three noodle combination. The th- triple noodle medley. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, you fucking idiot, man. You're a fake fan. You are you really a fan of Mark's Kitchen? Name three of their songs. Mark's Kitchen hasn't been good since 1996. 
<laughs> when they released Pinkerton. Uh, I was a fan of white album. Oh, oh, man. Rubber Soul is their best album. Yeah. Mark's Kitchen has been good since Europa. Oh, Mark's Kitchen does have Beatles posters, right? They have what? Yelling. Mark's Kitchen has Beatles posters, right? They have best still can't hear you. photos. Oh yeah, no, they 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 do have. They have like I, I don't know if they're. I'm pretty sure they're original. They look like original sketches of Doctor Seuss. They are. Yeah, sitting From over the there. The adulterer himself. Yeah, that, you know, like I worked with Stanley. I was I was crushed when I learned that guy cheated on his wife. Doctor Seuss. Yeah. They're mad. I feel like with learning a, that he hated the a, Japanese. Yeah, there are there are other worse things that he did. <laughs> Well, this was it was this is I think this is probably one of the worst things he did. His wife got cancer, and as she lay dying on her deathbed, uh, he decided to cheat on her, and he also told her before she died that he was cheating on her. So, this guy's fucked. Damn, that is head is head. <laughs> I was mad. Am I right? <laughs> Are you referring to Dr. Seuss's cancerous wife? Or not cancerous wife. I feel like that's the wrong adjective to give her. I've, I've, I've said all Cancer. I have to say. And I yeah. would high-five you if I could. <laughs> <laughs> Will sound an awful like, like Dr. Seuss by calling his wife cancerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In many ways, my wife is a cancer to me. Ironic, but but true. Let me make another comment real quick. Um, And I'll sound a lot more like Dr. Seuss. I'm not going to say them because they'd be racist. Gotcha. I'll imagine. (laughs) I I remember we got... (laughs) I was... In my Eagle project where I donated a bunch of books to the correctional library, um, yeah. uh, I, I, I had to sort through them. You might, you, you, you helped me, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, I, I don't know if I was there to help you sort through them, but I definitely helped donate a bunch of books. Um, yeah. <clears throat> as, I remember as I was sorting through them, um, uh, I got, um, he, there, there's like specific guidelines that they have to uh, obey for the prison to accept them. Mm-hmm. One of the books that I got was Dr. Seuss World War II propaganda. Yeah. Um, which, like, it was like a bunch of like little Dr. Seuss Japanese people, like being like just like little monsters. Um, oh. And, <laughs> as Japanese people are wont to do. Yeah. And <laughs> I think we ended up donating it. Because it was like a piece of history, and I have no idea what happened to it once it got to the library itself. You should have kept that and sold it. Yeah. <laughs> just completely go against the entire point <laughs> of your um, Eagle Project. Just uh, right, or just kept it because that's like that's a that's a really interesting piece of history. Yeah, I remember uh, Charlie was helping me sort through them. One of the books was like an argument, like it was like a 300 page long argument for atheism. And Charlie was like, this is rubbish. This is like, 
I, I, I can't, my dignity won't allow me to like put this in the pile. I'm like, Charlie, this isn't the fucking Charlie club book club. Like, <laughs> yeah. like put, it, put aside, swallow your pride and put the book in the fucking pile. Swallow your pride, I think, is the hardest thing you could ask Charlie. It's hilarious. To do. Charlie's one of those like Charlie, religious, like that, political people. Yeah. That entire evening was just like four hours of like me and Charlie alone, just like him like contesting like every other book. <laughs> he was like, I don't really agree with this theory. I mean, it's like a solid theory on like the history of American Zionism, but like I, I really don't like the way it incorporates Ben Gurion's role as uh, second prime minister. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut, shut up. Put it in the pile. Yeah, he's 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 goaded for uh, he he definitely helped me out sorting uh, more than anybody else though, and he's goaded for that. Um, and I Why do hope to have so him many as a guest. Were you were you like getting donations from like the Zionist? Ten- temple or some shit like why did you have so many books on jewish zionism honestly that topic just popped into my head because charlie runs a discord server where he reads everybody a book about zionism as like a bedtime story for like an hour every night um he does that can i join yeah it's it's called (laughs) in the lion's den um a history of american zionism uh yeah, send me the invite. Send me the um, link to that Discord. Yeah, more educated. I hope yeah. he's fine with me talking about this in front of America. But yeah, I I can I can uh, see if you guys I can I can ask him if he wants more people to join. Yeah, I don't care if he wants more people to join. I want to join. Okay, That's you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot what was important here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm just gonna say Charlie's address if you want me to. Yes, please. Okay, Charlie's address is 404 Hannah Street, Silver Spring, Maryland 20901. Did you just actually reveal <laughs> his fucking street number? All right. Anyway, um, uh, Jack, did we ever finish your drowning story? No, we did not. Yeah, tell us. Tell us how how how'd you drown? The epic ironic thing about it was that day my sister decided she wanted to do this fun little thing with her friends where she would pretend they were like a rescue team on a kayak that was like a really long kayak so that multiple people could sit in it at the same time. And uh, I just got on a Mm -hmm. boogie board and I just kind of drifted. I literally just went out into the ocean Mm-hmm. And then I just got further and further into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then the waves were bigger. And mm-hmm. uh, the strap <clears throat> came off. I, I don't know. Strap came off, attached me to the bo- said boogie board, slipped over the side. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything went black and my clone awakened. So. Oh. Right, yeah. It's like I'm hearing it from a sad little ghost. Yeah, and then I had to pilot the Eva. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then I had to save humanity or whatever. Then I went into the ICU and see my friend and the craziest thing happened. (laughs) 
<laughs> Shin, yeah, I love that. You call him Shinji Kun. Kawabunga, uh. <laughs> Shinji Kun. <laughs> Gotta love it. I guess if you're gonna tell your, if you're gonna tell your, no, I didn't finish. Story, I can tell my jokes. Oh, you didn't finish? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I believe I you. Your verbatim, you said, and that's the end. You said, and that's no. it. Yeah. No, <laughs> and that was it, right? No, no, no. Oh, there's there's a, an extended okay. DLC. Electric, there's a DLC. Oh, right. Uh, the yeah. movie End of Jack. Yeah. Yeah. You need to read the comics first. Right. Oh, oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, for the audience who hasn't read them, I'm just going to quick recap the extended uh, scene version of the comics. Um, basically, uh, I just kept, you know, sinking to the, and then I would kick off the bottom of the ocean back up to the surface. And I just kept doing that for like 15, 20 minutes. And then eventually people realized I was not around and they were like, oops. And then, oh, shucks. There was a girl who her dad was like an an Australian naval officer, and of course he like trained his kids to be like Olympic level athletes, you know. Right. So she just comes over like, like running through the water, cutting through it like lightning. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then she just scoops me up. Cool. So and that was you... that. And that was. And then that. apparently, apparently, I said apparently to my parents that uh, they were like, "Oh my god, like what happened?" I was like, "Oh, I was just so sad because I was never gonna see anybody again." <laughs> <laughs> you moved completely past the panic and like right into the existential dread. <laughs> exactly. Man. I was a kid. I didn't realize to be afraid of death. I just knew that it was unfortunate. Yeah. How old were you? I was probably around five. Damn. Because the whole thing is like when you're a kid, because I, I had been around, you know, there had been people who had drowned or would die while I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it was always just sort of, you know, not to not freak out a kid. I never really had the existential freak out as a kid of like people die and then they're gone forever. And it's awful. I just like when I learned about death, I just kind of went, mm, that's a bit sad. Uh, oh, oh well. Must be sad, then, isn't it? A bit sad, isn't it? And then moved on, I guess. So I was just going to set up with me nudes. Oh, bit. yeah. You were having all this me What's up? I said, I've got my OnlyFans set with me nudes and all that. <laughs> Five quid to see me bum, isn't it? That's the most fucked up part of the story is Jack was having all this existential dread with a British accent and he was drowning with a British accent because he, he was, Jack, you were in England at this time, right? No, this is not true. I didn't have a British accent at any point in my life. Man. Oh, thank fucking God. This was a Pacific oh. island. This was opposite side of the ocean. Wow. Nice. Huh. Nice. Oh. <laughs> uh, actually, I in the um in the uh, my college. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome to NASCAR podcast, everybody. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the greatest racer of all time. Three cars in conversation with each other, revving beep, their engines. Beep, 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 beep. Looking at exhaust pipe Wait, what was what were we talking about? What's going on? I was just a podcast. The person who um, the person who runs my college Discord has an OnlyFans, and I'm I'm wondering. I'm not personally subscribe. I'm not. I you know I'm wondering because Jack, I'm not this isn't even a debate. This is I'm not, not a really debate. Interested in women, but no subscribe. I mean, yeah, I me neither. Met I her mean... in person. Like I'm straight, but like I'm not interested in what in women. I'm like straight, what they have to say. Right? Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm not yeah, interested. it's kind of hard. Like I don't respect women's opinions or thoughts. I bet really. subscribing to the OnlyFans would help tolerate her. Hmm. If I can sexualize her, yeah. Yeah. All right, we're we're getting into the. We're getting into the pattern that we went into in the draft podcast yesterday that we decided we shouldn't do, Jack. What, where you guys just start saying, like, heinous shit? Yeah, yeah. We just, for, like, 20 minutes straight, just, like, yeah. exchanging, like, foul, like, prejudiced ideas, uh, like, like as a bit. And then I, after after the 20 minutes passed, we started to, like, ponder, like, how effective of a bit it all was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's where we <coughs> oh, just see. spent like half an hour discussing how great it is that Nestle withholds water from people. <laughs> from the residents of Flint, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I I honestly I still have a fondness for that for that one. For the the, for the Nestle pros of Nestle's child labor. Flint, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I mean, <laughs> I was about to say, I think it's actually pretty cool. And then I was like, wait, no, we have to stop doing it. <laughs> Jack had a great uh, quote, like a great way of phrasing it. I was, he, he voiced his concerns about, about what, what the hell we'd been saying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't worry, I'm going to do like a little cleanup in post. I'm just going to like trim the fat of the podcast. And he was like, Oscar, I think it's all been fat so far. <laughs> it's just like bacon you've got like a fucking yeah. inch of meat and then a metric ton of fat yeah it's like lard oops all fat yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. podcast oops all fat man i feel like if that's if that was the name of the podcast though podcast oops all fat people would just expect it to be about like dieting being fat and that's being... not a fucking bad name podcast oops all fat yeah, yeah. That's not a bad name, is it? I I, I like Zuby. <laughs> Zuby. I, Zuby. That's <laughs> pretty I good. Was, I was running Zuby. out of patience and I had to type something real quick, so I typed the first word that came to mind. It's not even a real word. No, it isn't. 
Hold on, I'm gonna look up Zuby right now and see what comes up. All right, let's see. I was wondering since yesterday, how's uh, how is how is that char- that funny little character Jonah doing? Uh, Jack and uh, Jack and I had a friend in middle school named Jonah who mm-hmm. came up with Zuby. Um, it's it's not really fair to associate it with him because he stopped saying it like four years ago, but. Uh, but yeah, Jonah's good. I went on a hike with him a few weeks ago before I left. That was one of the last events that I had at home. Um, yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm about to, um, show you my findings. I'm going to put it into our chat, but I'm going to show you my findings of when I looked up Zuby and I, uh, here, let me just... Where is the crap? Where is it? What the hell? It's right over here. All right, cool. Hey, hey, yo, check this out. This is um. So this is the podcast. <clears throat> oh no. <laughs> yeah. I Why? Feel like- I, I feel like this is a pretty big issue because it was like the first thing that showed up and it, it shows up as <laughs> my brother is like laughing in the corner, distracted. First of all, Zuby's not the name of the baby. It's the name of the company. Yeah, it is. It is the name of the company, but it's so weird. Zuby Animesh babies offer the most realistic role-playing experience in second life. What? Oh, it's an extension for a second life. Are you the baby? They work with a variety of baby accessories, toys, supplies, and furniture. You can care for your baby to earn tokens. Wow, that's amazing. You can care for your baby to earn monetary value. Awesome. That's the opposite of how it works. It can be redeemed for toys. Oh, the tokens just earn to be... All right, yeah. Yeah, that is actually the exact opposite of how it works. You can... Oh, you can provide gems that will help level up your baby with new animations. Dude, it's just like real life. I have to feed my baby emeralds and rubies before they learn how to walk. Yeah. The experience new, you have with your baby. Yeah, before they learn new animations. Yeah. What the fuck? Babies come with advanced HUDs, allowing you to change skins, track happiness, buy supplies, change clothing textures. Okay. How am I, I just connected in multiple areas? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Fuck is going oh yeah, there's on. two of you. Oh wow, you whoa. What's up, Jack? What's up? What's up, Jack? But I just I love that that idea of the babies come with advanced HUDs allowing you to change skin. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you. Hey, can you go change, change the, the skin? Yeah, can you go change the baby real quick? I you wake up at like three in the morning and your wife is like, hey, can you go change the baby real quick? And you walk in there and you just peel off its skin <laughs> and put a new layer on you flay the baby <laughs> like it's made. <coughs> yeah excuse me oh can we do a bit more of that actually Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
remember the dude who tries to open a uh, phone, his a beer with his phone, and he fucking cracks in half his iPhone. How does he try and open a beer with a phone? Because <laughs> he's so fucking stupid. Who's doing this? Is this video here? Wait, I'll try to find it. It's this video of this dude. All right, I just realized I just had, that was like a full Joe Rogan moment right there. <laughs> you see that video of the dude hitting a moose with his car? <laughs> Jamie, you gotta pull this Jamie, shit up. up. <laughs> and then you watch this moose like break all of its legs, effectively killing it immediately. And he goes, <laughs> "I love that." All right, now let me look this up. Dude tries to open. With Dude, I actually I do have a kind of rant that I've been meaning to go on that's very similar to uh, something Joe Rogan might say. Okay. Uh oh. Is it about minorities? <laughs> oh yeah, I do. Here's the best about opinion minorities. about minorities. It's awesome. All right, click on that link. Oh, yeah, I'll go on it in a second. Have a go at those. <laughs> Underwater quality audio in the background of you watching the video. It breaks like a cracker. (laughs) That didn't take any effort at all. so funny it's like i like how he like winds up and then he put applies like a modicum of pressure and the top of the iphone just goes <laughs> i was expecting it to like crack it snaps it snaps in half so quickly <laughs> oh my not sick. even in half it like like an eighth of it comes off yeah oh, like a kit kat <laughs> Just the tip. Wait, it kind of it kind of makes that noise too, that Kit Kat noise. Yeah. Make me up a piece of that. Kit Who need the phone? Yeah, no, it oh. actually, it it it, it kind of sounds it kind of sounds like Kit Kats in the Kit Kat commercial. <laughs> <laughs> did you just watch it, Jack? Uh, I mean, I did. Yes. Nice. It's, it's good video. I like that video. I like that Overall. video. I like that video. Send me that, send I, me that video. I like that video. Uh, send me the link to that video. Uh, I like that video. Jamie, send that to me. Pull the video up. Jamie. Uh, okay, first of all, this reminds me of this Instagram post I saw that was like a compilation of like slow motion, no sound MMA clips. It, the caption was good kick compilation. And it's just... <laughs> professional mma fighters just like get out of each other no it's like a slow motion like five second long clip of just a a kick attempt where the dude's leg like shatters on impact yes like wraps around the other guy's leg yeah you want to know what's crazy about that is that the dude who got that kick delivered to him they they talked about this on the on the um tmg podcast as well but like the dude who gets that kick delivered to him so his shin broke on impact, right? It shattered. Um, the one who got kicked. No, no, the the one who kicks, right? The dude oh, who yeah. kicks, his yeah. shin breaks on impact. It like it's like a clean break. It, it effectively puts you out of commission, like at minimum six months, um, at maximum Pretty for the rest of, of your yeah. life. Like it could end your fighting career, right? Yeah. And then two years later or something like that, the dude who received the kick and who blocked it did the same thing. Exact same thing happens. <laughs> 
his leg fucking like snaps. But what's crazy is you've got like the adrenaline of the fight going. So the dude kicks, doesn't realize his shin just broke, puts his leg back to like, you know, like continue fighting, yeah. realizes his shin is broken, falls on the ground and starts howling in pain. Yeah. <laughs> it, That's incredible. It, it it's it, it's it, it is incredible, but it's also fucking horrifying. <laughs> Dude, one of them, one of the dudes in the slide, it, it, he just he his he like obliterated his leg just by like just like stepping onto it. He just like took a step backwards and it just like imploded. Yeah, it's it's just like when Conor McGregor in that like recent fight, um, he like stepped. He he did like a front kick, then like stepped wrong. And broke his own ankle. <laughs> yeah, I I know this isn't like the right takeaway, but these people have such weak bodies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like such a fucking idiot. They're so fucking <laughs> You're <laughs> such a fucking idiot. <laughs> Dude, Wait, everybody everyone shut up for a second? Yeah. Sorry, I just need to blow my nose. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, I hope you have a really good quality microphone. Yeah, no. Can but, you hear it um, at all? Yeah, I, I don't hear you blowing your nose. I could. Oh, I yeah, Jack, I could hear it. I wish I didn't. I <laughs> nice. I take. Do it again. Wait, probably, wait, everyone, get quiet real quick. I have to walk by a TV. Hey, everybody. I take thousands of steps every day, and I don't destroy my own fucking bones. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want that to put my entire family on the pod? That is actually um, that's a good point to make. Yeah, like I don't understand how Conor. Not only does Conor McGregor fight for a living and is on his feet, like bouncing around for a living, he somehow broke his own foot. Like, how the fuck do you do that? There, there are so many podcasts where the hosts just suck off athletes for call. the entire hour. Can we just like shit on people who are like objectively physically superior Oscar to us? And and just, dude, Usain Bolt is just like. You, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Dude, Usain Bolt, uh, I, my piece of shit 2002 Toyota fuckface can, can fucking <laughs> laugh at me. I don't understand what the hype is. Yeah, exactly. Let me, bro, he could let reach me show a, you a 24 miles an hour max. Bro, I could reach that speed on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I reach that speed Are today, you trying like, to put your family on, Jack? Uh, I've got a Siamese cat now, so I'm gonna send you a picture <gasps> of that. What? Siamese cat? Like it's got it's two not cats mine. In one? It's my sister. That's so great, though. How's your other cat reacting to it? Not good. She wants to kill him. <laughs> Is she's sad. a she's a fighter? Is she holding her own? No, she's like a third of his size. So oh, she God. is trying very hard to kick his ass every time she sees him. And That's like what dogs do. <clears throat> oh, he yeah. just walks away. <laughs> He's send, not interested. I've sent a picture of him. Let, let us check. What a good cat. Where's my mouse? There it is. It's a really low quality picture, by the way. I hope that's you enjoy. Just, that's just a really high quality cat. Nice cat. <laughs> that's cat. That's cat. Hey. My sister takes the ugliest photos of this cat. He looks awful. She takes these photos of him that look like. Let me show you what kind of angle she takes all of his photos of him at. Imagine like. <laughs> imagine 
you know, when you send a photo of somebody where you take a selfie and it's like too close and below the nose. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, every yeah, yeah. photo she takes of this cat. Oh god. I love that. Yeah, that I, I dub that like the the immediate like humbler photo angle. Like if you take a if you take any photo from that angle, you will immediately feel so shitty about yourself and how you yeah. look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Oh, we got Will's dad on the podcast? That was actually my brother. Oh, brother on the podcast. Well, I thought that I thought that, that was Andrew too when I first heard the voice, but then I through context I, I realized that Andrew wasn't a gamer, so it was probably Nick. <laughs> yeah. I love the I love that my audience is gonna know like the first names of like Will's parents and brothers. <laughs> yeah, and then like and then you name drop Riley Malone. And then, but just Charlie. Uh, I feel like for us, like Riley, like his just last Charlie, name, but Charlie's address. Yeah, just Charlie, Charlie's address. For us, Riley Malone, like his last name is as much a part of his personality and identity <laughs> as it is uh, as is his first name. You know, great. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that one just escaped. There was nothing I could do about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you recovered like nothing happened though, which I don't like but i guess it was well executed yeah um i i don't i think what see what's happened to me is like i i used to very much encourage burping and still do so sometimes i like i try to say used to to like say make myself sound like more polite or amiable no like i be burping in this bitch all the time you know um and and so bastard (laughs) This cat is stealing her fucking food now. I just, I just hear, oh, bastard. That's um, how you talk to cats. Dude, are you I, like yeah. Caesar Milan, but for cats? It's like uh, the I'm the godfather of all these guys. <laughs> on, me, on, the day, on the day of my darling daughter's wedding. You come and eat her cat food. You come and eat her cat food. I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. That does not even like remotely sound like him. <laughs> such that a bad. What's his name again? Malone. I'm not even gonna try. Riley Malone. I don't even. I know his name, but I don't at this moment. Cool. You <sighs> know his name, but you don't. You what? should know him, Oscar. He played a Native American in a movie once. Riley. <laughs> that's fucked up that, that is that is so fucked up oops he can't oops, do that. accidental racism again oh fuck i hate what i'm gonna have to cut the episode out oscar it's, again it's just it's just like Are you that movie. the guy who played the godfather marlon brando marlon brando that's what yeah. i'm thinking of. it's just like um yeah marlon like, brando like what was her it's name so roseanne uh, it's so yeah. funny Marlon Brando is one of my favorite actors, and Emiliano Zapata is one of my favorite people. It's just a shame that Marlon Brando got cast as Emiliano Zapata because he did brownface for it. Yeah. But, but but on their own, ace, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, Marlon, Bra- Marlon Brando. Yeah, count out the racism in this episode again, Oscar. You're going to have to, you know. But include that that soundbite of Jack saying, cut out the racism in this one again. 
Yeah. That way, they think so we're people all can accuse, See, people can ap- accuse me then of it, but they yeah. won't have any evidence other than exactly. that. And I can just be like, hey, it was a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, but and they'll never know if it was. It's just like that lady. How bad it could be in their imagination. It's just like yeah. that lady Roseanne, who was like, um, who got a bunch on a bunch of Ambien and then went on Twitter and said the N word, um, and then she was like, "Sorry guys, I was on a bunch of Ambien. Oopsie." And then a bunch of people are like, "Yeah, a lot of us take Ambien, and the side effects do not include being racist." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my side effect. I think. <laughs> I think even um, even the official Ambien like spokespeople had to like say like <laughs> something yeah, no, along the lines of our product does not cause racism. Yeah, or no, that that was that was that's like I'm pretty sure that's what I'm thinking about. It's like the the dude who I don't know if he was like the guy who like invented Ambien or whatever the fuck who like came up with the formula. It's like uh, it was that's what he said, but he was like. Um, <laughs> He was like, you can't... Uh, the side effect of Ambien you. is burping. Yeah, the side effect of Ambien is burping. One of my favorite things ever is the Ambien subreddit, which is really <laughs> fucking funny. And um, There's a bunch of really good posts on there. One of my favorite ones was this dude. Uh, he has this picture and he goes, and it's just a cookie screwed in <laughs> to a coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> and the caption is called something like, I screwed a cookie. <laughs> he, he was just trying to secure it. Of course. Or there was that dude on Ambien who ordered himself like a $5,000 solid gold statue of a moose or whatever the fuck. Or a cow or something like that. Yeah. Wait, a cow? A golden calf? Yeah, a golden calf. <laughs> oh, sick. Nice. anti-biblical. Oh. Ambien does make you uh, commit idolatry. I bet that's what Dr. Seuss was on. He was just on a hella Ambien to try to cut back on the stress of his wife having cancer. And that's why he... Um, yeah. Uh, then cheated on her. You know, was adulterous, but... I meant idolatry, not adultery. Oh, yeah, I... basically Dr. Sigma way too based for own good and stupid cancer wife, so... <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of... um? Oh, what's this guy's name? Uh, he was a, a, a test subject who got like half of his brain cut out. Oh, oh, um, uh, no, I'm thinking of the guy who got a railway spike shoved through his like out uh, under his eye. I love that guy. Out, it came out of his like left. It, it shot through his left lobe. And um, he was just like, he just became like a fucking sociopath after that because he had no concept of like fear or self consciousness and would walk around naked like in public all the time, and then died of thirty two at it like in a bar of a seizure because his brain realized it shouldn't be dead. Um, there is oh, what's his name? What's his name? Basically, to what? summarize, local stigma gets massive red pill shoved through brain and becomes too based for own seizure. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm trying to look up what this guy's name. He had like an H H M patient H M. Let me look it up. Patient H M. Yes, Henry uh, Melison had a bilateral medial temporary temporal lobectomy. Lobectomy. So he got it for epilepsy, which is fucked. Right. Um, 
And essentially, he couldn't remember anything past like five seconds. Mm-hmm. But he had child, he had like childhood memories and things right. like that. He just couldn't remember anything. He couldn't make memories afterwards, except they found out that he could he could remember things like space and time. Like like he was aware of what his home looked like. <coughs> right. And yeah. And he knew and wasn't like, it like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, he just like he knew what his home was like, who looked like. He knew like, uh, he knew that he was generally like he knew what age he knew like basic like math, things like that. Right. He knew like like, it, it yeah. Just and then insane. it was also like they they had him go through tests of like I'm pretty sure this might not be the same guy, but it was like a similar study where they had him like go through like solve mazes and puzzles but they would give him the same mazes and the same puzzles and every single time he would um solve them faster and faster yeah and with like more ease each time yeah yeah this guy's experience sounds like 11 from stranger things and i'd say that in front of his parents (laughs) his parents are he's probably dead too hi this is my sister by the way the Rigby's here. Uh, That's the name of the Siamese. He's a man. He's a cool man. Did I mention how huge this cat is? He's, this cat is like he's 11. Pounds. He's, he's ten, like... He's 10 pounds. She says he's 10 pounds. He's more like 12. Jack, my cat is... Eight, Wolfie is 18 pounds. Damn. Oh, big chonker? Yeah. I'm not, yeah, dude, I would... Uh, <laughs> I love how that's everybody's Reddit impression nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> no, they probably just have like hard time breathing and moving. Wolfie's really not very overweight at all, in my opinion. Just big. I I really do think that he really just like ended up big somehow, and I don't know. He got hit it's by like, the the big right. He. Yeah, he has kind of a tiny head in proportion to the rest of his body, but he also has a really high-pitched voice, which isn't, like, mandatory, because once he meowed, like, normally, and I was like, what the fuck was that? And then he went, like, back to, like, being, like, a little squeaky guy again. And <laughs> so I'm I every single day, I, like, I, like I, I just ask him to his face. I'm like, can you please do the normal voice again? Um, please do the normal voice again when he was younger too like when he was a little kitten he was he had a pretty normal voice and then one day the octaves just started uh getting doing a little yeah doing a little jig upwards are you telling me that your cat got forced femmed what you know the fetish forced feminization no, 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 shut the fuck up. This is my little baby boy you're talking about. I don't want to hear about whatever. And your are baby boy got force femmed. I don't want to hear it, Jack. Well, you know. I do, though. So, what is force femmed? No. Uh, Oscar, just plug well, your ears. Keep my little orange cat's name out of your fucking mouth. Garfield? Garfield? He does kind of look like Garfield. He's stripy. And, um, I have seen enough he, Garfield force femmed. <clears throat> Hold on, yeah. I'm gonna look this up right now. Hold up, let's see here. Force. Um, okay. Hold on. Yeah. 
Yeah. What? Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Good night. All right. Uh, that's me talking to my mom. Average conversation. You guys are like three feet apart from each other. Yeah, we're also like literally like five feet apart from each other. No joke. Yeah. The first <laughs> image Just is this blonde woman staring directly at the camera with a shit-eating, like, wide teeth smile. Uh, and, and it says, go put your panties on, sissy. I kind of let your secret out. And now my friends want to see how pretty you look at them. All right. Uh, really yeah. regurgitate everything I hold dear. I try and talk about my little big, my big little cat and your little meow meow. So, so from what I gather, it's just it, it's just force femmes just like forcing somebody who's who's like a penis haver to act feminine. Essentially. Usually, you know though, what it's... happens in um, – hold on. I need to look up the uh, correct country that I'm thinking of in order to make sure I don't say something ignorant, but go, go ahead. <laughs> you can already go ahead and just assume, Oscar. You've already kind of dug your hole. Hold on, hold on. Just hold on. Not with the power of editing. I need to look up the correct Middle Eastern country that I'm thinking of. I mean, I um, wouldn't be too worried about offending anybody after that Holocaust joke you made earlier in the episode, so – did I really make that? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking okay, with you. Okay, because I don't have a very good memory. Well, Oscar, you have to stop smoking so much weed. Um, it's precious material. I heard this. I heard this fucked okay. up uh, thing recently. What I, I did it. I tell you about it? Where like my mom was like, "Hey, they just did a study where they found out that like smoking weed can make dudes no longer have boners forever." Uh, I don't think that's true. I also don't think it's quite true. I'm going to come out and just say it. It's just not true because um, it's just not true. Jack, everyone knows if you smoke enough weed, the weed goblins will come and take your testes. <laughs> That's what just, happened to me, dude. They will, up. they will just... <laughs> <laughs> I just I just realized what you said. They will come and they will castrate you. They'll come? Oh, what? Okay. I've forgotten how this ties into what we were talking about like three minutes ago. But in Iran, homosexuality is a crime uh, punishable by death for men and lashings for women. But yeah, it's Oscar, also- can you not compare the forced sterilization and transition of people in Iran to force femme fetishists? You were comparing my poor little cat to force femme fetishists, so I think I can do whatever the fuck I want. Anyway, we're going to be like, oh, my God, oh my Alan God. Turing got put on Anyways, fucking guys, estrogen like to, for like being gay. This is just like being we were talking about. Hey, guys, hey, guys, I'd like to bring back a previous point we were talking about where we were talking about drowning. Um, uh, I want to tell my drowning story now. When I was in when I was little, must have been about five, was slim swimming in the little little end of the, the little shallow end of the pool. Uh, and I was Morty, like, uh, you're swimming in the pool, Morty. Morty, I was just swimming in the pool, Morty. And then I was like, you know what? Why does everybody tell me that I can't go to the deep end? It's not that dangerous. So I tried to swim out to the deep end. Immediately, I started drowning. Nice. And then the well, life that's just like, fucking like, dumb. Yeah, I know. I, I, have, I have other dumb stories at the pool. You um, should have just time. died. <laughs>
honestly, I honestly I should have. One time I was like, uh, I was who's calling me? What the fuck? I'm calling you. It's just my stupid partner. Fuck off. Um, I fucking hate that asshole. Uh, fuck them. Um, and so I was, I was, you know, how there's the no diving signs. I bet you can figure out where the story is going already, <laughs> but don't try. Um, I was, uh, uh, I was like, you know what? I can dive. I can dive in the pool. Um, so I dove in the pool. Uh, immediately, I scraped my nose and chin all on the bottom of the pool, um, and started like bleeding the fuck like so much. Uh, got out, uh, blood going down my face, and was like, oh shit. Uh, went to the bathroom um, and just put paper towels on my nose and chin. Uh, and now my the texture of my chin, my nose now. If you feel it, go up and and you stroke up and down on it. Or struck side to side, you can feel the texture of the scar that is now my entire nose. Well, I think you. Uh, this kind of confirms my belief that you are a government psyop, um, <laughs> because you're spreading the anti-diving in the pool propaganda. Um, because I just, I just uh, listened to this story the other day about some guy who d- dove into the pool, hit his head on the bottom, and when he woke up, he was a savant in piano. <laughs> so. He's like, I'm pretty sure the reason why they put up the no diving sign is because they're worried about too many people becoming piano savants. You know, I'm not going to hold you to that because, um, but I do have some points to kind of rebuttal against. I fell on the stairs three times in one day when I was a kid and uh, I had to get staples in the back of my head um, because I had a minor cranial contusion. And then, uh, fucking loser. And and I did not become a piano yeah. savant. So what gives, you know? Three All times because you're a government plant. You've been planted with false memories to make you not want oh to go God. down the stairs. Will three times in one day. That's the, the least intelligent feat I've ever heard come out of not just any human, but probably any creature or thing. That is. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you fucking just say to me? <laughs> No, actually, what did you I don't know how else I can phrase this. You're not a smart guy. Three times in one day. Okay, I have to give you some context. I was like, I don't think three. we do. I was like three years old. <laughs> the first time I fell down the stairs picking up my brother from elementary school with my mom, and I was like, I'm gonna see my brother. Uh, the second time it was at the foot of my own stairs in my own house, and I was like, I'm downstairs and the third time i was at the landing of the same flight of stairs in my own house with a bunch of pokemon cards and i was like i want to go downstairs with all these pokemon cards and then i dropped all of the pokemon cards i slipped on the pokemon cards and fell down the stairs i have a question Wait, real quick you. can we if uh can we listen I to some down... fa- uh can we listen to some fall family guy peter falls down the stairs if I fell yes. down the stairs as many times in one day as years I have been alive, would you? How would? What would you think about that? Would that make me smart? You what? Um. Yeah, it would. What was the question? If you fell down the stairs as many times in one day as years you had been alive, would that make you smart? And I would say, yes, it would, because that's you know how to count. Is that Peter falling on the stairs? Lois, what the- yep. 
I fucking love Family Guy. <laughs> Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. 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 Buh. <laughs> uh, boom. Yeah. Amogus. iPhone. Wow, iPhone. Yeah, I really don't mean to compare the two. I really just wanted to use that forced feminization thing as a jumping off point to talk about a real life issue. But I do think this would be interesting for people who don't know about it. Iran um, not only allows sex reassignment surgery, but subsidizes it. Um, and it's like kind this of sad. This isn't a but, good thing, like, by the way. No, no. Wondering about Yo, yeah, no, yeah. this is obviously People, fucking heinous. Yeah, people will undergo this surgery just so they can be with their partner and have it be legal. Um, yeah. yeah, which it's, I would never fucking wish upon my worst enemy to yeah. experience yeah. gender dysphoria. Yeah. Another, another on-topic thing but for a different topic, I actually have a scab on my hand right now from scraping it on my pool back home. Um, you have a pool in your house? Bro, uh, you no, rich? I have a pool in my neighborhood. Oh. Can I um interrupt everything real quick? No. Yeah. Let's continue talking. Uh, Lil Nas is spikes. pregnant. What? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to drop that in there. But let's cool. not discuss that at all, actually. No. Please. Yeah, okay. I'm not... I'm not interested in that topic at all. I don't all. go on this podcast to talk about things. I got this new paint on my wall. <laughs> it was an accident. I remember my Joe Rogan style rant that I was going to go on earlier. Mm-hmm. We, from from the dawn of time, we've had the concept of a superhero, right? Like, um, I was just learning in my art history class today about the Epic of Gilgamesh. That was being told before we had even a coherent system of language like back before cuneiform when it was just like silly little pictures there was like gilgamesh doing superhuman things above average strength above average power and stamina and just capacity to inflict damage in general and then you know to this day our culture is just totally obsessed with superheroes right yeah i love the fact that out there in nature, there's essentially just a human, but completely physically levels superior, and we don't really like talk about it. What do you mean? There's like there's just like a super human. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, actually. Yeah, same shape, just exponentially more powerful muscles, bite force, more powerful bite force than a lion, a tiger, I think a shark. Um, yeah. Who has the bigger uh, bite force? Even even like a grizzly bear, a gorilla has a more powerful bite. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a Rottweiler. Uh, I mean, gorillas, I don't know how they scale to Rottweilers. I know that they have maybe the fifth most powerful bite in the world, the first being the Nile crocodile, um, which is one of my favorite animals, but... Yeah. Well, have you ever yeah. heard the thing that, about Gustav how apparently... Gustav the crocodile is a Nile crocodile? 
if you don't know who Gustav the Crocodile is, look it up. Gustav the Crocodile. Gustav the Crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a short rundown. He's like, he's just like. I wrote my college essay on this guy. Yeah, he's like a two hundred. Yeah. Wait, wait. Holy oh shit. my god, that's a fucking awesome. I love Gustav. He is notorious for being a man eater. Yes. Yeah. No. In the in the same in the same way that if you look up Samuel L. Jackson or something something like that on somebody like that on um, uh, Google. You're gonna you're gonna get like their their profession underneath their name is actor. Two His profession is man. Pounds. His, he's two thousand pounds. See crocodiles and lobsters and a bunch of other does animals. That even happen. So so what's crazy about them is that they have this thing called genetic immortality, which is unless they are killed or starved to death, which a lot of crocodiles do, um, they will just continue growing. He Gustav this too. Yeah, Gustav has had this. Um, his the stars aligned for him where he just he just would would eat shit and kept eating shit and because of that he got so fucking huge that like there was this like it was there was like a jaws moment where this guy was like i'm gonna hunt down gustav and he was like a crocodile hunter by profession gustav ate him he just fucking ate him like this guy you know what's fucked up he's 22 feet long this guy apparently is since crocodiles can go several months without eating, yeah. Gustav can afford to select his prey carefully. When yes. this guy wants to kill you, that's that's up that's up to God. That is that is exactly. God saying, "Yep, you're gonna die to this crocodile." He's decided, and that's he, it. He's fucking humongous. He's gigantic, and it, it's he just kept like it's just it's just, nature's crazy, man. Jack, I know I said no more monologues, ever... but I kind of want to read you guys my college essay. <laughs> sure, I just wanted to say, have you ever heard of the huge, there was a huge brown bear in Kazakhstan called Katya, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. she was sentenced to 15 years in prison <laughs> for uh, eating people. And this is human prison, by the way. They sent her into a human prison. Kudos. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's the biggest Bro. fuck you to a prison population <laughs> yeah how many people died no she, uh she didn't need anybody while she was in prison she was a model inmate so Wh- why not because it was a little mistake she just you know she had to try it out you know 15 years in like a buffet actually though. never like... mind she didn't eat anybody she just mauled two people yeah because it's a bunch of humans locked in a cell with a bear. No, this was outside. This is what got her sent to prison. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a fucking bear. They're, like, notorious for being, like, having the ability to just rip anything they want to shred. What the bears fuck? Okay, both of these people definitely deserve it. Are they going to throw a tree An in An 11-year-old boy who came house? too close to her cage shouldn't have done that. And an intoxicated twenty-eight-year-old man who attempted to shake her paw. Dumbass eleven-year-old okay. probably Fortnite danced next to her cage or some shit. And uh, drunk guy, you know that's what you get for betraying God and imbibing. That's betraying cool. I'm glad God. We're roasting and... the eleven-year-old for getting killed by a bear. Honestly, it's the eleven-year-old's fault, and I'm just gonna come out and say it. <laughs> I think the 11-year-old has had it too good for too long. Exactly. Exactly. Take her down a peg. 
Grow He's up. Like, See, that's what I'm saying about 11 year olds, bro. It you can't. <laughs> bro, hit the gym for real, for real. God damn. All right. Do you guys want to hear my college essay? Yeah, I actually do. Because now that I know it's about Gustav the Crocodile, I love Gustav. He's like, that's like one of my favorite fun facts to just like talk about. Yeah. Gustav, because it's just like so interesting. Big ass yeah, crocodile. Entire first two weeks of college, I've just been insulting people with like dumb fucking trivia. Um, anyway, <clears throat> this is only like a page long. It won't be that bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at some dumbass shit on my phone while we're all talking. And I'm looking at this picture of uh, Rami Malik standing next to Jake Gyllenhaal making the most shocked, horrified face I've I mean, he's got he he looks so fucking unnerved to be standing next to him. Like, put this in the put this in the chat. I want to see this. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. If the person's joking. It's probably because the stink. And if and if we're being honest, it probably is. It's probably because of Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, pheromones that he's infamous for emitting. Yeah, he looks so fucking unnerved here. It's like scary. Rami Malik or Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, Rami Malik. He usually, I mean, so many people <laughs> say he always kind of looks a little bit like shocked. Yeah, but he, he's I got those eyes. <laughs> I, I personally think he just looks intense. What really makes it is that I've never seen Jake this like relaxed and happy. Yeah, I'm so and used I've, to seeing him as like nightcrawler. This is the most <laughs> unnerved I've ever seen Rami Malik, and this is the most at peace I've seen uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like with Jake Gyllenhaal, like, when he's on the red carpet, he has that, like, obviously that, like, forced smile. But here he just looks contempt. He's just like, yeah, I'm having a good time. He's Will, stolen, this, Instagram he's stolen Rami Malek's piece. <laughs> what did you just say, Oscar? Have you seen my new Instagram bio? Oh, I have not. Me... I set high goals, persistent. My motto is, if you want to win the lottery, you have to make the money to buy the ticket. All right. And then it links yeah. to Will gets your it. YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. My, that, that's, that's a quote from, uh, uh, what do you call it? The fucking, Nightcrawler. from Nightcrawler. Yeah. Which is, if you haven't seen Nightcrawler, go see it. Great movie. Fantastic I have movie. not. It's a really good movie. It starts with Jake Gyllenhaal. And it's, it's just like. It's a, similar to American Psycho. Yeah, it, it's it's just one of those like stories that's like it sucks you in. It's a super intriguing story, um, and everything about it, like the writing, is really really good. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's like has a fantastic performance in it. Is just like uh, it's just it's just wonderful. One thing movie. that I I really loved about that movie was um, two things actually. First mm-hmm. was the colors. People. Yeah their skin looks like it's made out of clay at night it's like oh yeah. i've watched the, this movie yes the the lighting the lighting and and all that all that shit is is great but um go ahead also anything the, the else? second thing was that it reminded everybody what a fucking shithole la is um yeah. and really didn't stop reminding them for the entire one and a half hours yeah it's just oh, like, california's terrible to, like yeah you know. yeah no it yeah. shows no mercy to that fucking hellhole Nobody actually wants to uh, watch, uh, I mean, live in L.A. Yeah. yeah. L.A. is... Um, the daily schedule of an L.A. Stuff. citizen is thinking 
of ways and or acting to leave LA. Yeah. Can I just can I just aside? I feel like we moved past him a little bit too quickly. I fucking love Rami Malek. Yeah. I love that man. Yeah. I, you know, I, nothing but respect. I think I can't, he's a critically underclaimed guy. In I general. haven't seen him in too much stuff. You don't even need to. He's just he's just good. I know I've seen like interviews of him when what what do you call it? Uh when what the fuck came out? Um Not at the Museum. <laughs> yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Um Which by the way, performance in Night at the Museum, he rocked a lot of kids' worlds in that movie. The reveal. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. I realize that kind of sounds gross. Rocked a bunch of little kids' worlds. I mean that in that it was funny. It was funny as fuck. Will said something good very joke. similar it was about Sean Mendes in one of my videos that I, I cut out. Sean Mendes? I don't have any remembrance of this. What did I say? You just, you like really enthusiastically let everybody know, like, how many like young people have had their sexual awakening to Sean Mendez and then just left it at that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> a lot of people just that he's just that type of dude, you know? <laughs> yeah. Rami Malek is kind of like that, I guess. Um, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Something I about mean, the way, something about you just adding, I guess to that just made it so I much mean, more funny to me. It's for a particular kind of people though. I feel like. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, and it seems very—I wouldn't say one—not one-sided, but like very particular. My my it's favorite a unique part about set this... of circumstances in which you become <laughs> to realize that you find Rami Malek incredibly hot. Yeah, but I, I love bugs. I love that look in the eye. My, my favorite part of this screenshot is the open tab in the background that says, "Even animals go to jail." Yep. <laughs> they do go to jail. Also, I don't know, something about just the Korean directly beneath this tweet also makes it really funny to me. Yeah, Jack, do you read Korean? What? Oh, wait. Let me look at what is going on in that. No, I just follow a lot of Korean artists. This particular uh, artist is somebody who draws... They draw like hyper realistic like backgrounds, but then like little bugs and characters and stuff in them. Nice. Jack, can I tell America about your dad's relationship to the Korean language? Oh, that he doesn't really know it, but that he lived on a Korean fishing boat for years. Yeah. Not a year. Not a, I mean not a years. He lived on it for like a year. Yeah. Jack's dad, as I believe the story goes got his heart broken and then moved to Alaska to go work on a fishing boat, right. found a bunch of Korean people and then worked with them for a year. Yeah. Also did not know a single word of Korean. Not a lick. <laughs> so, so basically he just put himself into like isolation, but with other people for a year because he couldn't really like communicate with them very well. I, I would imagine. So he was just left to his own thoughts for like. She was in a night. The, the woman who broke his heart was an actress, by the way, who was in an, a movie who. I think that's her. Yeah. 
I'm not going to dox her because then you would be able to look up her name and find It's just Kate Blanchett. It's actually Barbara Streisand, but close. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. You guys want to hear my college essay? Sure thing. Go ahead. I want to hear about this Gustavo fellow. Okay. Gustavo Fring. By the way, this is a question that I like to ask about an hour and a half into the recording. How's my audio? Is it, like, good? It's like uh, it's, it's all right. crunched. It's a little bit crunched, yeah. I would, I mean, I, I don't really, I don't think it's like the worst it could be. There's, de- it could definitely get a lot worse. So it's, it's tolerable, I, I would say. Yeah. I'd say it's anything is better than wet ones because throughout the entirety of wet ones, we just had like fucking cars, like airplanes, helicopters, like, <laughs> yeah. like birds, cicadas, like, just Everything. every source of background noise. I mm-hmm. my friend messaged me and they were like, "This made me really nostalgic for Maryland because all I could hear the entire fucking time was just the background noise of Maryland." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what uh-huh. made you nostalgic? Repeat that. My Will and I's video, wet ones. Oh, wet ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the one. It's that one where we do gay porn together. It's the one where we sit on a porch outdoors and record without microphones for half an hour as the audience just suffers. Uh, and then we also, also, they were not the only ones suffering because Oscar tried to f- feed me wet bread and, and was like, <laughs> eat this wet bread. And you did not eat the wet bread, but and Oscar did definitely did. Oscar did take a bite of the wet bread. Mm. But the, that fucking... It's such a good idea. Welcome to Wet Ones. <laughs> the show with wet, wet food and even wetter questions. Um, uh, and then Fuck. another classic. <laughs> Tell us about that college essay, buddy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the prompt was describe an idea, topic, or concept you find so engaging that it makes you lose all track of time. Why does it captivate <laughs> you? What or who do you turn to when you want to learn more? And and you can cut this out, but where where did you apply to using this essay? Rhode Island School of Design was the most prestigious institution I applied to. Um, and did they accept you based on this? Yes. This is fantastic. Please continue. I love it. Yeah. The Nile crocodile should be the most powerful predator on the planet. Amongst billions of other species, its bite strength is unrivaled. It can grow past 18 feet and over 2,000 pounds, bigger than any other terrestrial carnivore. The Nile crocodile kills more humans each year than every species of shark, bear, and lion combined. It's bulletproof. A single Nile crocodile in Burundi named Gustav is confirmed to have survived machine gun fire and, supposedly, an indirect hit from an RPG. Technically speaking, I have no way of knowing for sure which wild species is the biggest threat to all others, as there are a myriad of factors at play. Habitat restrictions and unpredictable behavior are variables that make this question challenging. What I do know is that evolution has blessed Nile crocodiles with some of the most stunning and brutal survival equipment that nature has to offer. I often pass time wondering how such artistic genius, cellular cunning, and militaristic creativity manifests in a living thing. Curiously, the Nile crocodile is not the most powerful predator on the planet. 
Yes, Gustav could and has demolished numerous humans in a one-on-one -on -one confrontation. It could even be argued that the deadliest weapon an average human could feasibly access and carry would be no match for Gustav, as several humans throwing hand grenades at him were unable to bring him down. It is not, however, in one-on-one -on -one confrontations that humans prove their power over Nile crocodiles. Humans could destroy Nile crocodiles by the thousands without ever going near them. We could shop at businesses that eat away at their habitat. We could buy their overhunted food sources. We could live unsustainably and pollute their land, destroy their ozone layer further, and curse them with unnatural amounts of heat. The South African Journal of Wildlife Research has found that human pressures have begun to dwindle the Nile crocodile population of Lake Sabaya. Another study from South Africa's Scientific Electronic Library Online observed a decline in the Nile crocodile population of Loskop Dam and Oliphants River due to pollution, pesticides, and nearby metalwork. I'm fascinated by the power of wild animals, but I'm fascinated even more by humans' abilities to subvert the very meaning of power, to unknowingly and indirectly tear apart millions of lives by sustaining their own. Fortunately, I have just as much power to defend these natural habitats as I do to destroy them. If I am taught well enough, I can research the institutions that threaten wild animals and learn how they operate. If I'm given the chance, I can build a platform to spread information about how to disrupt these institutions and work against them myself. If I'm trained to succeed, I can build a flourishing career and direct my profits where they're needed most. These are the factors that I've used to build my list of colleges. I trust in, insert college here, ability to teach me critical thinking and researching skills. I trust in, insert college here, ability to set me up to succeed and give me the connections I need to build a successful career. I think about power all the time. When I want to learn more about its limits and versatility, I read comic books and study the animal kingdom. I use the knowledge and inspiration these things give me to make stories, artwork, and games. However, if I'm to become a productive member of society, I need to consider power in a very different context. I need to weigh the actions of myself and everything around me. In other words, it is my responsibility to be educated, and I look forward to completing my education at Insert College here. Those Insert College years really add to the... Uh... All right. Yeah, that's how I turned it in. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking fantastic. I've got a, I got a short criticism. Go. One, I think Gustav will be unaffected by any human uh, environment destruction because he's built like a fucking tank. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would rather cut open Gustav and live in and like hide myself within his, you know, the warm still bloody corpse of his body me too in a in the event of a nuclear blast than a bunker and two i think you should have gone full ted kaczynski at the end there when you talked about how you could <laughs> research into co how companies work um and gain power for yourself i think you should should have said that with this information you can learn how to uh summarily execute uh the heads of said companies <laughs> and, uh, not only can i learn I think how to you take said, advantage of the postal service <laughs> exactly i think you should have said you were really interested in the agricultural department and learning the most about their fertilizers <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> <laughs>